Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. This episode is made possible by the support of Chuck's Fine Wines. Chuck's has been a Chagrin Valley beverage destination for over 75 years. With a wide variety of fine wines, craft beers, specialty foods, and cheese, there is something to please every palate and every budget. They care about you and the safety of your family during this challenging time and encourage you to take advantage of curbside pickup or delivery. Call 440-247-7534. Follow them on Facebook and visit their website at chucksfinewines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So glad to have you um, listening to the podcast. I am super excited for you to meet my next guest, Christine Bretz. Um, who's a friend of mine. We're working on some projects together that we are super excited about. Christine, go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them what you do and how they can reach out to you. Great. Thank you, Yolanda. So I am a certified uh, public accountant and a certified divorce financial analyst with Singer Burger Press and Company, and we are in Beechwood, Ohio. I have been with that firm for over 12 years, having come from another firm, and I've been a CPA for only over 30 years. So I have quite a bit of experience, and I can be reached. Our phone number is 216-595-9400, and I'm at extension 105. Uh, And we are a firm of 15 people. I'm one of eight CPAs in the firm. Thank you for that. So what... Five tips are you going to share with us tonight, Christine? Hey, well, I'm going to talk about charting a successful path for your new business. In this era of COVID, a lot of people have either been downsized or voluntarily left situations, and they may be wanting to begin a new uh, entity on their own that would be a full-time situation, or they may just want to do a part-time on the side opportunity so that they can have some extra income. So there are some things that as a CPA, I see that are important for new business owners to keep in mind. So I want to go over a few of those. I love it. So the most fundamental thing is what kind of business entity do you want to be? You need to understand the tax consequences of the type of entity you want to be and the payroll options. You could be a sole proprietorship or single member LLC. You could be in a partnership. Obviously, that's with more than one person. You could be the owner of an S corporation or a C corporation. And all of those uh, may have differing tax consequences at the business level and or at your personal level. So it's important to understand what your objective is for the business and yourself before you establish that. And the way you do it is you 
get in touch with the Secretary of State through the website and you merely do a articles of registration or incorporation. And that way you are sure that your business name is unique to you. And then once you've done the registration, you get an employer identification number from the IRS, again, online, and then you can move forward. It's important that you uh, have a situation where you open a business bank account. That's another thing you want to do. Don't mingle your personal finances with the business finances because you never get an accurate picture of what the business is really doing if you don't uh, have the two separated. And uh, it's going to take a lot more time on my part or somebody else's part to try and separate the two if you don't start out that way to begin with. I was thinking that's probably just going to be like making you pull your hair out as an accountant because you've got to spend time now separating the two and unnecessary pain in the butt, right? (laughs) Well, and either I can do it, you can pay me to do it, or you can do it yourself, but it's, it's something that needs to get done. You also want to have a separate business credit card and try to be sure that all your transactions are within the uh, bank card and the bank statement and don't have a lot of that interpersonal with business mixed up because that, again, causes unnecessary uh, time to try to figure that out. It is important that you hire a competent bookkeeper, whether that's someone you bring in-house or you outsource it. If you're doing your books at 1030 at night, first of all, you're probably doing it wrong. And second of all, <laughs> and second of all, you didn't start this business to be a CPA. And if you're if you've got the energy to do something at 1030 at night, you should be working on your business and not in your business. Oh, that's great so, advice. Love um, it. It's gonna take your more of your money or as much of your money to have me fix it. 12 months of the wrong work you've done Mm -hmm. as it would be to just have us do it to begin with. So either hire somebody in-house or outsource it. It's one of the easiest skills you can outsource. Um, And the one uh, other thing you want to be sure of is when you're only the only person in the business, it's not going to apply. But once you have more than one person in the business, you need to segregate duties so you stay in control. You don't want the same person who can authorize a payment, write the check for it, reconcile a bank account, uh, be the person who authorizes payroll. That person has control over all your money. You need to understand what's going on. Um, If nothing more, have the bank statement sent to your home and that way you can see what's going on. You should be able to know if Joe's driveway uh, repair is the certain this type of vendor that you would typically have. If it's not, then why is there a payment to that mm-hmm. person? So you need to have a familiarity with your business. You can then pass the bookkeeping on to someone, but do not invest in that one person all those different duties because there's a very uh, easy opportunity for them to commit fraud. Mm-hmm. You know, and and we see it happen. It could be any number of reasons, but typically it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, divorce, bankruptcy, uh, medical bills. And I'm not saying everybody who faces those does this. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there can't be other reasons, but those are typical situations. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then speaking of the banking situation, be sure that you have monthly bank reconciliations. I know it sounds boring because you just got to be sure if your books equal or can be reconciled to what the bank has. But I've had clients who never reconcile their books. They have no idea if they've really got the money that they think they do because they're not keeping track of things. So that's important to do as well. And the other uh, reason- Is that number one? Is that oh, all? That, that's that's one, two, and three. The business entity is one. Okay. Who is the two? Is the competent bookkeeping? Uh, okay. All right. Uh, situation. Okay. And the third is the bank reconciliation. Okay. Um, that you want to be sure you perform. And also, if you are um, along with number three, if you have loans, you're going to want to be sure that your bookkeeping is up to date and accurate because you ha- may need to be within certain parameters of a loan to maintain the loan. Ah. So you want you want to be sure that those are accurate. Okay. Um, num- number four, uh, in terms of big steps you may take in your business, you need to be sure that you keep your CPA apprised of that. I don't want to know in March that last April, you bought a building for a million dollars or sold something for a lot of money, and we never had a conversation mm-hmm. about the tax consequences. There's not a lot I can do, or there's not as much I can do when it's past year end. It's mm. critical for me at this time of the year in November to be talking with my clients to see what can we do. Do you want to take an extra uh, salary check? Uh, do you want to buy a piece of equipment? If if we don't see that there are situations that we can actually mitigate the tax because of whatever reason, I think at least it's important to let the client know what the tax consequences are. I'd much rather tell somebody in November, you're going to have to write a check for 25000 than call them up in March and say, can you cough up 25000 That's just not a good place to be. Wow, yeah. So yeah, yeah so keep your CPA advised of, of what's going on. And, you know, we did see with COVID this year and with the PPP loans, people who needed to have their information overnight to be able to apply for a PPP loan, we can't work with that information or with that lack of information if they haven't kept us up to date with what's going on. I can't manufacture QuickBooks that are poorly done overnight for somebody to get a loan. So it's important to keep us in the loop and and keep things current. Um, So what's number five? Yeah. Number five is integrate your business and personal tax planning. It's important for me because I see myself as a tax strategist and not just a tax preparer, Mm -hmm. that they should be, uh, we should be looking comprehensively across the whole spectrum of what's going on in your life from a tax standpoint in business and in personal, because one may very directly affect the other and you don't want to do planning for one entity uh, in a vacuum and not consider the other situation that would be affected as well. So there are my there are my five reasons to be able to chart a successful path for your business. I love it. Okay, so just a bit of a recap. So one was the type of business entity, make sure you understand what that is. And in that, make sure you have some competent um, bookkeeping, right? Number two well, was... Uh, bookkeeping was really number two. Was that but, number two? You know, okay. And then number three, bank reconciliation and loan documents. Make sure you establish a separate sort of a business account 
and you're not yeah. intermixing those so that your accountant is not pulling their hair out trying to <laughs> separate the two, right? Right. right. Um, number four, keep some accurate and updated accounting records so that um, in need of something like what we had going on with COVID, that your CPA is informed of decisions and doesn't know like after the fact that you bought this huge priced um, piece of equipment that now you're trying to figure out how to um, navigate, right? Right. And then number five, integrate both personal and business income tax planning, which leads me to a bonus. Um, Talk a little bit about, you mentioned this earlier, but talk a little bit about the difference between somebody who just prepares your taxes and somebody who's um, a strategist, somebody who's going to help you plan. How, How does that fit into the whole scheme of things as a business owner? Well, to me, it's important that the business owner establish and rely on the CPA for financial information and brings them in in the decision making. Um, And it's important for me to proactively work with my clients, but I can't call every client every quarter and say, hey, what have you been doing? So it's incumbent upon the owner to realize when he or she uh, has a situation that maybe we just need to have a 15 minute conversation. Maybe I need to do four hours of a tax analysis, but the strategic part is being proactive. I'm working with a client right now, sold a piece of property in California. The information they gave me was wrong from the prior CPA. I'm trying to get a handle on this because he needs to know if he's got to write a check for $30,000 next April. Wow. So it's the proactive aspect. I'm not just throwing numbers on a return. That's the That may be the end product, but that's the end product of a lot of planning and decision-making. Awesome. Thank you so much. A lot of information, and especially for anyone listening who's thinking they want to do a side hustle come the new year, this is great information to help you get started. So, Christine, again, let everybody know how they can reach out to you. Our phone number at Singer Burger Press & Company is 216-595-9000. 400 extension 105. We are in Beachwood. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. I just want to say thank you so much to everybody who's been listening to the podcast and showing us mad love and giving us ratings and subscribing and reviewing. I really appreciate your support. And if you haven't already, Hit that subscribe button and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.